Welcome. Thank you everyone for joining us. This is Parsha on Thursday nights on Sinai Radio. SinaiRadio.com and the Sinai Radio app. I am Rabbi Moshe Teichman and this is Parshas Sav. Um, I wanted to um, start this week's share with um, a little bit about Pesach, even though it's Parshas Sav. Um, because Pesach is slowly creeping up upon us, and um, the current situation in America and around the world, I want to I want to share my feelings. I want to share what I've been thinking about. Um, okay, so let's start with Pirkei Avot. Uh, Pirkei Avos. What is the first Mishnah in Pirkei Avos? So a lot of the times when I'm teaching my students. And I asked them, if you were to write a book, a book or a safer, on the proper way to act, or, if, or ethics that we must have, what would be the first page? The first page. And uh, the answers all, all range, you know, different answers, but the main rising theme of all the answers is well what's important why do we need to have ethics the Torah's stress on being an ethical person, the Torah's stress on being a man of midos tovos of good good deeds person closer, getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. that's what it should talk about this should leave you scratching your head if you open up the Pirki Avos which translated to English is the of the the ethics of the fathers. And what is the first Mishnah that's there? Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai. History 101. Right? We're giving Jewish history 101. Moshe got the Torah from Sinai and he gave it over to Yeshua and Yeshua to the Zakanim and so on and so forth, down, down until we get to the rabbis who wrote the, the Pirkeavos. Following the Mesorah. The broke, unbroken chain. We know there's a concept that every one of us is a link in the chain. Every one of us is a tremendous bearer of the chain that hangs from Sinai. And we are another link, and our children will be another link after us. And our job is to strengthen that chain so our link won't break. But that's great. That's, that's really nice. What does this have to do with ethics? What in the world does this have to do with anything with my midos? Now, of course, I have to strengthen myself and be a better person, but why is this the opening statement of the Tanoim and the Mishnah of Pirkeavos? Why is this here? So there's some technical answers. But I want to share with you an insight that I think directly connects to the Yom Tov of Pesach. If you look in the Gemara, in Megillah, it says, My Hanukkah. What is Hanukkah? So I'm going to ask a similar question. My Pesach. What is Pesach? Now, any young child could tell you the Pesach lore. Well, Chashashom lore, but the, the story of Pesach. That the Jews got out of Mitzrayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saved them from the hardships of Mitzrayim. Took them out. 
And as we say in Dayenu, did so many good things for us. Kama Malas Tovas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for us. How many great things Hashem did for us. Yes. But is that what Pesach is about? Because if you think about it, Pesach is about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, right? But I want you to do a, a quick exercise with me. How many mitzvos in the Torah are centered around the idea that Hashem created the world? How many mitzvos in the Torah are centered around the idea that Hashem created the world? Now, I'm sure there are those who know more than I do, but from based upon what I learned, there's one. There's one. Shabbos. There's one. Shabbos. Now there's other mitzvot and knowing that Hashem created the world, but the creation, celebrating the creation, remembering, sorry, I used the wrong word before, the remembering, zecher, of the world, there's one. Shabbos. We say in Kiddush. But how many times do we say Zecher Yitzias Mitzrayim? How many mitzvos do we have that remember this idea of Yitzias Mitzrayim getting out of Egypt? There are countless mitzvos, tefillin, mezuzah, shema, things that we do every single day. Many different Kiddush. Shabbos is also Zechel Yitzchak Mitzrayim to some extent. Many mitzvot, Zechel Yitzchak Mitzrayim. Yom Tov Pesach, Yom Tov Sukkot. Even Shavuos is Zechel Yitzchak Mitzrayim to some extent. Over and over and over again. Kodesh Baruch Hu. Not to question Hashem's... Not to question why we have these mitzvot, but to ask, what's going on? Why? Says the Ramban. Listen to this, because this blew me away. Says the Ramban the following. What was everyone before the world? Before Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Besides the Jews, who were living in Goshen. What did the entire world believe? What was the national, the national religion of the world? The answer is Avod Zarah. There are other beings that have power in making this world. There are other beings, the false idea that there are other beings in this world. Like we say in Aleinu. That other people, other, the, other, the other religions do power to something that's not real. The entire world was Avodah you know, the Midrashim that talk about the Pyro's amazing, uh, huge statue of the Baal, the Pyro's, uh, the, the, the statue, the idol of Baal, who was destroyed after the Jews came out of Mitzrayim. All these stories of idols. The world was saturated with idolatry. And people forgot Hashem. So if you ask, where does idolatry come from? Well, it's actually interesting. The Midrashim talk about an idea that the Hakadosh Baruch Hu's, was too uh, people felt at least after the time of 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 Adam that you know connecting to Hashem was too much. They sought intermediaries to help them connect to Hashem better. 
They so and it, it unfortunately when you seek different practices, it often gets messed up and it, it got handed down to generation and people start serving the sun and the moon and the trees and different things. And that's where it started from. So people forgot Hashem. People forgot HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sister Ramban. You see it's Mitzrayim. Was the proclamation to the world. Ani Hashem Elokeichem. I am one. There is nothing else but me. And I'm taking you out of Mitzrayim. And Lo Yelokim Acherim. There should be no other God, because I am only one. And that was Hashem's proclamation to the world with the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the miracles of the Yamsuf, to say to the world, and the whole world felt it and they knew it. They can't deny that it happened. The whole world knew it. And the reason is, is because a Kaddish Baruch Hu said, this is my chance. Not my chance, Chashashal, my chance. This is my, my goal. If I'm going to take Klai Yisrael as my people, I need to tell the world I'm here. And that's what it was. And that's what it is. And that's what every one of these mitzvahs, when I put on tefillin, when I wear tzitzis, when I keep Shabbos, when I walk by a door that has mezuzah, it reminds me, Hashem Echad, Shema. When every little boy and girl in the world says Shema, proclaiming the oneness of Hashem, every Jewish boy and girl, Proclaiming the oneness of Hashem. That is what it's about. And that is what Pesach is about. That is what, that's what it is. Proclaiming the oneness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And giving over. Proclaiming Hashem. So the question is, well, if we're proclaiming Hashem, why this whole Seder thing? Let's proclaim. Let's get out on the street and say, Hashem is one. Let's, let's, let's put on trumpets. Let's dance in the streets. Shema Yisrael, Shema Kino, Shema Why the Pesach Seder? Why this interesting, you know, back and forth in Haggadah and the different things that we do? What's the point? Now, our, our Chazal teach us it's because we want the children to ask, when did we ever care? I mean, we do care about children. There's a mitzvah of Chirach. But when did it ever take center stage? Is there a halacha? That I should go and make miniature, you know, mezuzahs so the kids should knock them in the doors? No. It's chinuch. You should show them what you're doing. Never a mitzvah that, that rotates, that, that um, is universally for the children. For the next generation. For us. Why? The agat on the bincha. Because it's telling the next generation that, hey, there was a HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world. And he gave us the Torah. And he, he took us out of Mitzrayim. And he gave us the Torah. We have these mitzvot, and we need to get closer to him. That is the point. That is the message we're telling our children. That's what it is. It's look, look, my father did this for me, and I'm doing it for you. The Messorah is never bending. The Messorah is never changing. The question remains is that this mitzvah is not only on fathers. The mitzvah of Pesach is not only with people with children. The mitzvah of Pesach is every single Jewish person, whether he has children or he doesn't have children, whether his children already left home, whether they're not left home, whether his grandkids, unfortunately, this year cannot come to his Seder. 
first year I'm ever having a Seder without my, my kids having a grandparent there. It's hard. I'm going to miss something. Whether there are people who are alone and don't have anyone to spend a Seder with. But there's still a mitzvah of a Seder. Why? If the whole thing is for Yagatul Abincha to keep the Mesorah going, an interesting answer I heard is because it's not just only to keep the Mesorah going for our children. It's to keep it for us. To remind us what we have. To remind us about Siyas Mitzrayim, about what happened. To strengthen us. Because then we can start working on making our relationship with Hashem real. If I have a realization, if I have an understanding of Hashem is one, and Siyas Mitzrayim, look what happened. Then, and only then, can I start working on getting closer to HaKadosh Baruch the title of the shir tonight was put out. No distraction. Now what? No distraction. No guests. We're not packing up the family, the, the old minivan, and we're not driving to Brooklyn this year. We're not going to schlep from one parent to another parent. We're not going to spend parent, uh, with our grandparents. We're not going to go on elaborate Chalamoy trips. I stay home. No distractions. Now what? The answer is now what? The answer, we have to work on our relationship with Hashem. We have to say, now what? Yes, now what? Let's go. Let's start taking out the hammer and nails. Let's start taking out the saws in our own midos tovos, in our own things, in our own relationship with Hashem. And let's start working on it. Because that is one of the reasons we have Pesach. That is a lesson of Pesach. Not just via Gathol Abincha, but also we got to ourselves. To really get the message of Pesach. Now I was talking to, to um, my, my, my wife and we were just discussing how Pesach Seder is going to be. How different it's going to be this year. And how, you know, this is, you know, it's going to be unique. Like how are we going to run it? Like, you know, are we going to go on our pace and let the kids, you know, go to sleep? My wife said, you know, no. Pesach Seder is going to be all about the kids. The one opportunity we have. There's no guests, there's no other people, there's no more adult, there's more kids than adults in our family, Baruch Hashem. It should be all about them. So I was thinking, like, what? But I want to have a Pesach. But I want to I want to say think about what Pesach's about. I want to build them. But that's what it is. Through giving it over, you give it to yourself. Through working with through being able to really understand what Pesach is about, to get this connection with Hashem, you're going to get that connection. By giving it to your kids, you'll get that connection. And if you don't have anyone to give it to, then work on your own connection to Hashem. And that is what I think message that we could take this Pesach. And that is exactly, exactly the answer to our question that we started off. We asked, why is Pirkei Avos? Start with this Misora. Moshe Kibbal Torah Messinai. Ethics of the fathers, what does it have to do with Messorah? No, it's important to know where we came from. The answer is because if we know where we came from, then we know what connection that we have with Hashem. And then we, once we know that connection is there, then we can start working to perfecting ourselves and our relationship with Hashem. But only once we know that there is something before us, only once we know of our connection, could we start strengthening our own connection. Only once we know that we are a link in the chain, 
can we start enforcing and reinforcing and strengthening our chain, our link? I want to end off with an insight from this week's Parsha. Because I couldn't call this a Parsha share, you know, unless we have an insight from the Parsha. This week's Parsha is Parsha Sav. Now, I want you to go to Parsha Vayikra when you have time, not now. And I want you to look through Parsha Vayikra and I want you to find me Aaron's name. Aaron Akoin. You will not find the mention of Aaron's name. Uh, Rabbi Teichman, what do you mean? Look in, there's Aaron right there. Ah, oh, no, no, no. It says, B'nai Aaron, the children of Aaron, not Aaron singularly. Says the Parasai Rush quoting the Medrash. That Aaron was punished. Punished for his 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 part in the Chedar Egel, for his part in the sin of the golden calf. Hashem took him out of Parshas. Parshvayikra took him out. But if you look at this week's Parsha, he's there. Says the Medrash, says the Parish Rush, and pay the Medrash. That Moshe. Davin Ta'akadosh Baruch Moshe prayed Ta'akadosh Baruch Please, Tashem, please allow Aaron back in the Torah. Allow him to have his kavod. Now, if I asked you what was Moshe's reason, why does Moshe say, you know, we know in his tefillah, there's not, Moshe's not like saying uh, uh, argument. Moshe's asking, you know, Ta'akadosh Baruch I know that Aaron deserves it, but please have mercy. Have mercy on Aaron. Rachmanus. Why? Well, he was the Kohen Gadol. <laughs> that's, that's a good enough reason why to have Rachmanos. Look at all the good things he's done. Kalamalos Tovus, look at all the amazing things that Aaron has done. But that's not the reason that the Parish of the Major says. What is he daven for? Amazing. It says, <laughs> for Aaron's children. So they should not be embarrassed that their father has been punished. Have mercy on them. Because they're chavivim. Because they're special. Because they didn't do the Avera of the Ego. They're still in Hashem's good graces. So have, have mercy on them. Let Aaron back in the Torah. And Kachava, that's exactly what happened. Sav as Aaron. This week's Parsha. First Pasuk. Second Pasuk. <laughs> Teaching someone about mitzvah lessons now. I told him, you know, the first. We, 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 I said, okay, we're going to do our first Pasuk. You ready? <laughs> that's not the first. It's not counted as a Pasuk. It's so common. So. Sav, it's Aaron. It's there, right there. Aaron's back. Why? Because Moshe davened on behalf of Aaron's children that Aaron should be let back in. The searing and, and like wide open question is, why is that? Why only for Aaron? Why not for Aaron's children? Why not for Aaron himself? Isn't Aaron special enough without that? Why does Moshe can't daven for Aaron? Aaron's a Kohen Gadol. Look at him. And he didn't, by the way, he still was the Kohen Gadol. He just got a punishment. Take him out of the Torah. It's mind-boggling. So why did Moshe choose to daven on behalf of Aaron's children and not Aaron himself? The answer is, must be, must be, that Moshe knew that if he davened for Aaron on Aaron's behalf, then it would not have been answered. Then his tefilos would not have been answered. Hashem was gozer. 
Aaron did an Avera, and therefore he was no longer, as the Rush calls it, considered Chavivin, special to HaKadosh Baruch. However, his children that didn't do the Avera, they were still considered Chavivin. So no matter how high Aaron was up, yes, he was still, Aaron was still the Kohen Gadol. And Aaron was still a holy person. Aaron was still very close to Hashem. But he was no, lo- no longer, because of the Avera that he did, he no longer had the same place because of who he was and because of what he should have been doing, he no longer had the same place in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's eyes. And therefore, his children, though, still had that spot. It says, Just like Aaron's children were special, we are also special. Yes, we might make mistakes, we might do averas. But if we pull ourselves... If we, put, if we push ourselves, we have the opportunity to be Chavivin, to have the special, special station where HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about our honor and changes the Torah for us, just like he did for Aaron's children because they were Chavivin. This Pesach is a tremendous opportunity, tremendous opportunity to work on ourselves to be closer to Hashem, to have a better relationship, to get the Chavivin status. Look at us, Hashem. We don't have our normal schedules. We don't have our normal family, our normal, we don't have anything normal. Yet, the one continuity in our life is that we are here and we want a relationship with you and we will do whatever it takes. I'll have a Pesach Seder by myself. I'll forego that opportunity to spend Pesach with my mother. So really, unfortunately, looking forward to this Pesach. Because, you know, I wanted to spend time with my mom. Unfortunately, I lost my father earlier this year. And this was going to be the time where I get to like help my mother and be there for her. And I can't do that. But still, there's things that we can do. We can stop and we could work on our connection. Use this Pesach Shem should give us the strength to use this Pesach. This Pesach should be the last Pesach that we're spending in Chutz Laaretz. And the Shana Babi Yushalayim Habnuya. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Parsha on Thursday nights with Rabbi Moshe Teichman on Sinai Radio, SinaiRadio.com, and the Sinai Radio app. Yeah, again, if you haven't gotten the Sinai Radio app, you should. It's an excellent app. It has, I have it. It's an excellent app. It has a lot of different um, speeches and. Share them by me. You could you could uh, get all the old old speeches. And with that, have a wonderful Shabbos. And, and as my father used to say, a zisin Pesach. You should have a wonderful You know the, the old joke goes that if somebody used to say the Rav in my my father's shul used to get up and go, I wish everyone a chag kashav for sameach. And for those going to hotels, I wish you a chag sameach. So this year, I don't think there's anyone really going away. So Chag Kashav Asameach for everyone. And have a wonderful week. And we will see you hopefully in two weeks. Uh, three weeks, actually, after Pesach. Good night.